Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fan the Flames football podcast. I am your host, Ben Reynolds, and today we got the full crew here to talk about the bowl game. It's a late night game. Uh, I mean, not not late night game, but geez, I'm already off my game right now. It's a late night recording to talk about the game. Um, the late night game that I'm watching right now is the good old, uh, is it the Alamo Bowl or something on Oklahoma and all everybody's just staring at me because obviously they aren't watching the game like me. But um, Jeremiah, he's muted, so I'm not going to start with him. James is also muted. Kyle, how's it going today? Going pretty great. Going pretty great. Conference USA is doing pretty good in bowl games. The Sun Belt's not doing super good in bowl games. And Liberty's going to be playing here in just a couple of days on New Year's Day in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, five and seven. I don't, I don't know if it, how it gets much better. Five and seven, man. That is under 500. Uh, James, how we doing? How we doing? How, how's the day going? It's been a little while. Yeah, doing well, doing well. Uh, just got back into Rustburg uh, from visiting with family. So it's been a been a good holiday season. Now I'm just super excited for this uh, for this Liberty Bowl game. I'm glad to preview it tonight, and uh, it's been a lot of good football so far during the bowl season. Excited for hopefully the best game of the year uh, on the first. Jeremiah, my brother in Christ, man, you made a huge sacrifice tonight cutting out your friends to be with your other friends to record a podcast about Liberty Flames football. Man, we love you, man. We really do. Um, You didn't have to join us. We want you to join us, but we kind of were all throwing this all together as it's 1030 East Coast time as we're recording this on a Thursday night. Jeremiah, I'm so happy you're here, though, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, I kind of kind of decided that I kind of needed to be on this podcast episode. So I was just like, yeah, I'll go hang out with my buddy another day. Um, I'm also out of nowhere really tired. So I'm kind of glad I didn't go drive out. So going to hang here with you guys, uh, talk some football, ready for, uh, ready for this uh, festival that the Flames get to play in. Look at that. We got Kyle coming back from a movie. We got James coming back from home. We got Jeremiah canceling plans. Man, we're just coming together. We're bringing people together and keeping people at home instead of doing the crazy things that Oregon fans think that we're doing out there. Um, You know, what else to do in the Lynchburg or D.C. or Rustburg or Nashville? You know what I mean? Uh, Liberty fans, man, we just can't be controlled, I tell you. Um, Anyways... Let's just get rolling here tonight, man. This is a big game. I don't know if you guys saw what I shared. Yeah, we wouldn't want to. We wouldn't want to get like spun out of control or run down any rabbit trails or you know. <laughs> no, yeah, don't, don't want to do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to open this up by shouting out uh, because this was just something that I watched today. Um, Steel City Creative, um, he created a little bit of a. Uh, hype video and the reason why i'm referring to that video is great video don't get me wrong but he edited um in uh un, what is it unnecessary or necessary roughness or whatever the the guy brandon he's from barstool he's the college football podcast guy mississippi state guy and talking and edited the clip where he said that you know liberty doesn't deserve to be in this blah 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 um that's okay. I completely understand. Did We didn't know previously before that Tulane would take an L. SMU would take an L. JMU would take an L. I guess maybe Air Force deserves to be in at 8-4 and four because they beat the best G, G5 team in James Madison, right? Wait, who else took an L? Oh, that other team, App State. Troy? How about Troy? Oh, they deserve to be in, right? No, they can't win either. So, yeah, Jeremiah, what do you got to say about that? Uh, I just have one question. App State won. That's no, true. I know that they won. I'm just saying, that, but they have multiple multiple losses. That's also true. Yes, they have multiple Anyways, losses. Uh, my question I was is get to that, but I, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, 
my question, Ben, is what team did what group of five team did not lose? Who didn't lose? Well, well, I mean, you got some Conference USA teams. Um, you got uh, Fresno State. Um, but if we're talking about P5s here, we're definitely not repping very well as the G5. Don't get me wrong. Our G5 right now has not been great against Power 5s. And again, it showed again today. But, but um, yeah, it hasn't been very good. It hasn't been very good. But here's the thing. I'm, I know where you were going with that, Jeremiah, but we're going to be talking about that game here in a little bit. We're going to be talking about that game here in a little bit. So before we get into that, Kyle, what do you have to say about all that? I know you got stuff to say about those G5 teams. I don't got anything to say, Ben. I feel like the various scores of their games said everything that needs to be said. So I, I don't really have anything to add. Yeah. Um... It's just uh, I saw another another clip actually before I came on here as well, just moments ago on YouTube of Barrett Salee saying, you know, Liberty doesn't deserve to be in. There's why why are we doing G fives? Um, the expansion of the playoff is no good. Um, okay, so okay, we can go with that. It's fine. All right, you can say don't include the G5s. I get it. But even being against the expansion of the playoffs is stupid, being the fact that Florida State didn't make it. How is that fair? Pac-12 is going to be a non-existing conference come next year, and they have a representative. I get it. It's well-deserved by Washington, but they might as well be a Big Ten representative. And the same thing for Texas. Texas won't be a part of the Big 12 next year. They're going to be an SEC. So essentially you got next year two SEC teams and two Big 10 teams. So you want that every year, Barrett Salee, and all these other people who are against the expansion of the playoffs. I love Josh Pate. He's another guy who's against it. I think it's silly. I love these bowl games, but why can't we have a playoff? Why can't we? Listen, I know it's a different level. I understand it's different. I went and saw Cortland play. Empire 8 team has never won and, and and made it all the way. It's always Mount Union, Wisconsin, Whitewater, one of those teams. So should they stop? They should just cut their 32-team playoff, even though it's almost every year it's one of those four teams. And it was for a whole this whole 20 years of this century was either one of those three or four teams. So let's just cut that off then too. You know, yet then this year comes along and Cortland, who is a number 11 team, beat the most historically – the, historically the best D3 team of all time offensively in North Central. And I saw it live. And this was a team ranked 11th. So we're going to rely on some some people in these, these press to put these rankings together or even a computer over just letting it play out on the field. Um so I just I, – I don't get that knowledge. I don't get that thing. I just had to do that little bit of a rant. I was thinking about that today. I was like – it's the same well, thing it, with like FCS. There's a, so. Well, there's a saying, any given Sunday or any given Saturday. Like you can't just go off, oh, this team should win. Oh, this team's going to win. It's like, no, you don't know. It's any given Sunday, any given Saturday. Come on. Yep. That's why we play the games. Yep. Yep, Exactly. It's uh, it's really annoying. It's really annoying. I just want to see more football regardless and high-quality football. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bulls get shortened a little bit, going more with seven and five teams instead of these awful six and six teams that apparently the Sun Belt has like 50 of them. Oh, yeah, we're, we're rolling. We got – we got twelve of our twelve of out of all twelve of our representatives. Seven of them are six and six, and like the only one that won. I'm trying to think the one that won out of the six and six team. I can't think of the one that won. I think they all lost all the six and six teams. So they all deserve to get in to do what? Lose? You know how many conference USA had at six and six? Zero. And their seven and five team won the dang ball game against that six and six team, who had mostly. All their starters in Old Dominion, they gave up a 28-point lead to a third-string quarterback, essentially. 
Yep. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? So, anyways, um, there's been a lot happened since the last time we've recorded a podcast. The last time we recorded was James and I. We got to talk to the legendary 2020 standout Liberty Flame linebacker, A.B. Anthony Butler. That was a good time. We're happy to be back. Let's talk about this bowl game, though. One o'clock on ESPN is Oregon versus you know who the Liberty dang flames I tell you and man it's New Year's we this is the first time we get to play in the following year that you know was after the year that we played the season you know we've never done that before we've never played in the year prior in the FCS you don't get a I think the FCS plays their championship in 2020, the previous year too, right? They might. Yeah, they're already right. Yeah, so I think it's like January 6th Congrats or something. Montana. Yeah. yeah, San Diego State and Montana. Wait, did Montana win already? San Diego State. Not San Diego State. <laughs> South it's Dakota State. My bad. Bed. My bad. My bad. <laughs> the other hey, it's, hey, it's late, man. It's late. I'm trying to put things yes, together. Yes, they already here. played. Montana um, won. <laughs> oh, really? Jeez, I missed out yeah. on that. Yeah, it, it was. was, no it game, was. Right? You can rewatch it. Yeah, I'm gonna have Plus. to rewatch it. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch that. I hate that I missed that. So shout out to Montana. I think that's their first ever national championship. So that just shows you, though. That was, I think, their first year too making it. Um, obviously, if it's their first championship, but um, yeah, I, I mean, that not even FCS gets to play in the next year. That happens after the year that they actually play the regular season. So this is huge. Um, playing against Oregon, you know, I got an article coming out the day before the game. Um, shout out to Kyle for editing it up a little bit um, or a lot of it. I don't know. Um, anyways, he uh, worked his magic, and, man, I got my keys to the game, both offensively and defensive, and we'll get into that a little bit. Um I don't want to take away from the article, but um, yeah, this is this is a big, big game. Let's talk about it. Jeremiah, you haven't been able to say too much, and I know you're getting really sleepy, so uh, I want to hear what you got to say about this game. What, what are you excited about? What are you looking forward to? Heck, how are you watching the game? Are you chilling at home? What are you doing, man? Going to a bar or what? Um. That's currently up in the air. Um, I have like three or four options. Uh, one, one potentially uh, driving back up to you guys, but after just coming back from Virginia, I don't know how likely that is, but we will see. Um, probably hanging out in Nashville somewhere. Um, we'll see. Um, but I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. Um, first ever. New Year's Six Bowl, that's, that's huge, huge for this program. Uh, biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is, you know, just just being out there, seeing our guys play, because just being in this bowl game is a win-win for our program. I've been saying it on Twitter and social, social media for a few weeks now. It's like, regardless of a score, you know, I think we can compete in this game, but regardless of a score, we win, because this is a huge, huge accolade for our program. It's a big game for our guys to get a lot of really good uh, experience playing a top 10 team. It's going to be great for recruiting. Um, a lot of you know recruits are going to see you know the accomplishments of this team, this coaching staff, et cetera, and they're going to be like, hey, I want to look at this uh, program. I want to see what they're all about. Let's do this. Um, it's going to be huge for us. And then, obviously, the inevitable – well, not the inevitable, but obviously if we, if we were to win, that's just – the biggest it's still gonna be the biggest one in school history if we were to win if we were to get the upset not saying it's gonna happen like i said i'm just gonna i'm gonna be happy either way but i'm just really happy to be in this game period looking forward to whatever may may uh turn out i want to see how our fan base turns out from social media it seems like uh a lot of our uh, fans are going to be turning out to the game obviously a lot of them are going to be at the uh, theater in Lynchburg, watching the game. There's going to be 
allegedly there's going to be a an online like social media watch party and things of that nature. So a lot to be excited about. So. Listen, there's going to be a huge party at one of these two, one of the two places of me and my buddies. It's going to be huge. We're going to have at least 200 people. Don't come. I promise you. I'm just kidding, but it's not that big. I was thinking about going to the Regal, though. Um, Jeremiah, you got me fired up, though. You really did. Just by you talking about the fans going to the game, I can't wait to see it either. Like, I know the Bucket Hat brothers. They are having a literal YouTube like documentary that they're recording themselves. Man, that's gonna be freaking awesome. The, the they make the best chili in America. Don't don't even get me started on that. Um, yeah, man, I'm hype. Anyways, Kyle, what do you got to say about this game? I, look, man, I, I'm just I am over the moon excited. This is going to be whatever happens. It's going to be awesome. And like, don't get me wrong. Like we, we probably lose this game like nine times out of 10, 99 times out of a hundred. We, we almost certainly lose this game. Um, you, you look at, you look at Oregon. There aren't many positions where they don't have two guys that are better than the best guy we've got. And that's just, that's just the way that it is. It is, it is the longest odds. I think we've ever faced as a program. Um, but also the biggest stage and the biggest opportunity. And like to look back just, just a year ago to freeze on the way out, uh, dozens of like half the team hitting the portal or graduating, um, and, and how down that season ended. Look forward, fast forward to today. And we're playing the Oregon friggin' ducks on New Year's Day in the Fiesta Bowl. And, like, I don't think we're going to win this game. I don't. But you know what? Any given Monday. <laughs> listen, listen. Any we're playing given the Ducks. Monday. And Let's go, Kyle. We're playing the Ducks, and we are getting all these celebrity shout-outs. And multiple of these celebrity family – um, kids have attended Liberty and they've gone to convocation. Why haven't we heard from Willie Robertson Sr.? Why haven't we? He is literally the duck commander. We need his literal blessing because he has killed many a ducks throughout the years. We got to do that on Monday. James, what do you got to say about that? Yeah, no, I'm I'm just as ecstatic as as as, as y'all here. Um, obviously, we saw it during the live reaction that we did when they announced the game. Just that crazy video that was so funny. But uh, no, like I'm I'm more than ecstatic about this game. One because it gets to show us where we're at. Like, hey, can we can we hang? Can we hang with the big boys? Because Oregon, if they beat Washington the day before the uh, playoff selection there in the playoffs. They had two losses, both to Washington, who's undefeated, two seed in the playoffs. Like, come on. They're a good team. Like, we know that. They only lost to Washington by three both times. Um, but I don't know if they're going to be at full strength. It, it seems like their running back and their center are both not going to play this game because they're getting ready for the NFL. Um, that does change things because, obviously, their running back is a dog. Um but Bo Nix is going to play, and that I'm actually excited that he's playing um, because I I want to see us against the QB of his of his caliber. Like, man, that's going to be exciting to watch um, to be able to watch him against our boys. Like, um, so I'm super excited about this game. But I think the guys have a good attitude about it. Um, we we saw earlier where Zalvia today on Twitter. Um, He's just saying, like, hey, like, we're just so blessed to be in this place. It's honestly a blessing that we're here from God. So we're just we're just relishing in the moment and we're going to play our hearts out. Um, and that's what they got to do. You know, like they got to go out there and, and we preach like as a coach, I preach this to the guys that I coach every day. You got to leave everything you got on that field. If you leave having not given everything you got on the field, you're going to regret it. Um, and that's what they got to do. And I, and I think that, and I think Chadwell is getting them to that place. Like 
they've done that all year. They have put everything on the field, and it's shown in 13 wins. You don't get to 13 wins by a mistake. No, we're not in the same caliber conference. We're not playing the same caliber opponents if you want to look at strength of schedule, which I get, but I don't agree with all the time. I think I, I truly believe like we can hang in this game. We we have an offense that is hard to stop. We have a defense that has holes, but I think our offense can keep us in this game. And I think our defense, given the right moment, given 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 the magnitude of this moment, as Kyle said, it's our first New Year's Six game, which is crazy to think about because it's our first chance at a New Year's Six game as a G five conference champion in our first conference season, like we have a very special team this year and I think they're going to go out and play their hearts out. So I'm so excited for this game because man, these boys are ready and you can see it and just the fun that they're having, but also in the seriousness of like some of their answers, like, Hey, like they're having fun, but when they're getting down to business it's down to business and they got that. Jeremiah, you got something to say? Yeah, I actually did want to kind of comment on a couple of things that uh, James has just mentioned. Um, he mentioned um, Xavier, for one example, um, in the press conferences and just uh, you see him on social media and how he's been uh, reacting to a lot of um, media and just being able to be in this position to play this game. But you also have uh, Quentin Cooley, you have Kay Salt. Um, all these guys have been representing us very well. You had Cooley talking about his faith. You had Salter talking about, um, you know, he wins some accolades, but he's got to leave him behind because he's got to go get better, essentially. And then, obviously, like I said, Gadlin, Xavier has just been a great um, voice for us, and he's uh, talking, you know, he's just being very humble in the whole experience. So it's just great to see those guys um, represent the uh, values that we have as a university um, play out in the on a big stage like this. And then also I wanted to uh, kind of make a, just a – just a little joke. He was talking about, uh, you know, going out there and leaving it all every single play. It's like that strike, strike the stone mentality. Like they've been preaching in this coaching staff. You got to go out there and strike the stone every single play. And I love that. So go out there and strike the stone, play tough. Let's hang in this game. Like Kyle was saying, we may not win, but hey, I think we can keep it close. I think we can hang. I think we can um, put up a good showing. So let's go out there and strike the stone every play. Listen, talking about striking the stone, man. I think if we all just get a bunch of stones as Liberty fans before the game starts and we all just start striking stones, I think we could win this game together as one. Why not? Yeah. Like, hey, like, that's that's our motto. Let's Strike do it. the stone. Let's do it. Yep. What it needs to be is I'm a in. big Oregon logo, and then we just get a stone, and we just strike it and cut it in half. Oregon's going to lose, man. I'm telling mm. you. If we do that, ceremonial. Like you know it. how us. You know how we are at like this, this great Liberty University. What we do, mm-hmm. what we get down on. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, Kyle, what are your uh, thoughts on that? Kyle, what do you what do you got to think? In rare form this evening. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, these late night podcasts get to me. I get my uh, spider senses tingling. Um. <laughs> said he's also been a little uh, Anyhow. off today, so he he might be uh, hopped up on some uh, co- uh, cold meds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, uh, hey, not so. Sick. I'm yeah, muted half a time, but meds, just so yeah. I'm over here dying laughing the whole time. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're having fun. We're having fun. But now to get serious. Football game, baby, man, it's huge. Um, I, I listen. I am not a doubter like Kyle. I really do think that we're going to win it. I really do. Um, I don't have a prediction of a score. I don't. I don't at all. Um, I don't want to do a score prediction on this one because this is by far the one that I could. It's going to be a little wild, this one. It could be 55 to 51, or it could be 24 to 21. I mean, honestly, or it could be 55 to 7. I don't know. 
I don't know what this could be, honestly. Uh, I watched quite a bit of the Oregon Ducks this year, um, to be honest. I have. But since – and there is a little bit of a um, truth behind the fact that we haven't played any P5 teams this year. We have no kind of scale. And the reason why I say that is because – just like SMU is very good at losing to teams like TCU or five and seven, they're also good at losing the teams that are six and six, like Boston College. So they at least had a scale that they knew that, hey, this is where we're at, and we're probably going to lose to this six and six team because we lost to a five and seven power five team. We don't have that scale. We don't know how much we can lose by. Somebody should have told Vegas. I think a lot of people lost a lot of money on that. Game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty big spread for SMU. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't have bet, a, bet for SMU, even though I picked SMU. I wouldn't have like betted that 17 and a half because it was a home game in Fen- uh, Fenway um, for Boston College, and I knew that that Boston College team could run the football. I just thought that the uh, the SMU defense that claimed that they wouldn't give up 35 points to New Mexico State um, would – you know, be able to beat a lowly um, Boston College team and, you know, not give up any points, honestly, because they're 10 and 2, right? Yeah, no. Or 11 and 2. Is that what they were? 11 and 2? 11 yeah, and they're, 2. Yeah, they're deserving of being. Yeah. Um, Here's the good news. Yeah. Here's the good news SMU did beat the spread if you only count their points. And none of Boston College's points. Hey, that's huge. They did. They did. They scored 14, which was more than the 13 and a half point spread. So, yeah, you know, that counts for something, right? Unfortunately, no. And I'm so glad it doesn't. Oh, but they're still going to try to argue that. Shoot. (laughs) Thanks for giving them ammo, Kyle. Good job. Well, now, now that Kyle said it, they probably will. That's what I'm saying. You just gave them ammo. I mean, they stole my meme. They might as well also. They stole. They stole. They stole my meme from last season. They might as well steal this too. Yeah. Well, and here's the crazy thing. I don't think it's been uh, released yet. Did they release the new ACC schedule yet? I thought they did. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know, but I really hope they open. The, they open open the season at Boston That'd be College incredible. and then lose again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That'd be incredible. Um. So. But they'll still be yeah. uh, deserving of a New Year's Six, though, even though if they open up losing to a Boston college. Keep that in mind. They'll still be deserving. They'll find a way. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only, re- the only way they might say here. that is if we get curb stomped by Oregon. Yeah, but I yeah. don't. Here's um, the thing: like I don't hope. see that happening. Don't matter. We we will have only will have only exactly. lost to good P five teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like if Oregon, yeah. like you if lost. Oregon beats us, they will legitimately be the sixth best team in college football, without an argument. Like who else would you put above them? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's well. I think right now Oregon's a better team than their ranking. Um, I really do. Um, especially full strength. They won't be full strength, though. They'll be missing a few key players. They'll be missing their center. Um, They're starting wide out and an interior linebacker, along with, well, I think he's actually playing Kyrie Jackson. Um, I think that's his name. He's the number one corner. So, um, listen, this is going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a very interesting game. Um, Bo Nix, with him playing – I don't think they have a backup, really. So, I and to be honest, I hope Bo Nix stays. Yeah, because Ty transfer. Um, yep. So, and I don't know who they – I think it would be – I think their third stringer stuck Yeah, around. yeah. And I don't know – I mean, Ty Thompson at least was Dude, a I'm former high-end four-star. Um, I don't know who, who the other guy is, but once you get that, James, let me know. Um, but Bucky Irving is kind of what I'm worried about, honestly. Uh I'm not. See, listen, I thought I thought that I know, Bucky was not going to play because he's getting ready for the league. No, he's playing. He's playing. Yep, he's okay. opted in. So, yep. So they'll have their full on backfield. I double checked and did all my research as much as I can before I posted that article. And um, yeah, that was yeah. 
I was hoping he wasn't going to be able to play either, but I don't think it would really matter because their backup running back is a stud too. So, I mean, and here's the thing. What I've seen with this bowl season is I've tried to do this whole bowl prediction thing for the fun of it. It's been fun. I'll probably do it every year from here on out, depending on how many bowls there are, of course. It won't be as long. However, with that being said, um, these backups have surprised us, you know, in a lot of different teams. So, who knows, you know? What were you going to say, Kyle? Nothing. Oh, okay. I thought I heard you speak up um, for a second. Um, but what are you going to say now about this? Oh, what am I going to say now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's an entirely different question. I'm so glad you. Uh, I'm so glad you asked the follow up there, Ben. Um, I mean, like, yeah. You're you're exactly right. Like they're gonna have they're gonna have most of their most important pieces. That's just the way that it's gonna be. I think you know we're not gonna be we're not gonna be able to stop them from scoring. They're gonna score probably a lot of times. Um, That's a good prediction. Where I think the test here is is can our defense get one stop and can our offense keep up? That is that is to my mind the recipe for for if we're gonna win this game. It's going to be in a shootout, and our defense only needs one key stop. And so, like, really, realistically, like, honestly, like, who who holds out and who doesn't doesn't bother me much at all. Because the reality is, the reality is, I, I just don't think we're going to be able to stop them. Best case scenario, we keep them off the field by doing what we've done all season, which is running the crap out of the ball. Um, and, and so, like, I think I haven't been paying that much attention to, to who's opting out and uh, who's who's going to play, because I just don't think it matters that much. Like, it's going to come down to, can Caden Salter and our offense keep up? I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm excited to find out. Yeah, updated. Here's, here's, here's who's all gone for Oregon. Like the key players, backup quarterback Ty Thompson, Troy Franklin, top receiving target at wide receiver. Oh, Ty Thompson's center, not there anymore. Jackson the Powers. current... The current backup is Austin Novasad, a freshman from Texas. Because Ty left. Oh, I've heard of. Yeah, I know who Austin Novosad is. He was actually a pretty highly rated recruit, actually, too. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, I think he was. Ty Thompson was the couple years before, and then Novosad was just his past year. Um, like, like I said earlier, guys, the the reality is just like the depth, the difference in the depth of a P five, especially a good P five roster, and what we're at currently is like. Their their next two guys in line would compete for starting jobs at nearly every position on Liberty's team. So like, maybe who cares who holds out? Who maybe plays. maybe I want to go that. Yeah, I, I believe I, go I that believe far. that's a maybe. I said nearly. I said nearly, but like I think that's true. Well, here's the thing: some of these guys are freshmen, though. Think about it like this: Caden Salter, for example, didn't play his freshman year. And he was a top four, he was a top end quarterback recruit. That's essentially what Austin Novosad is, and they're about probably the same ranking. Now, if you're talking about Caden Salter, yeah. and I, I know you had Malik, but still, like you know, he didn't play much last year. He, there's there's a Jay Hardy, former four star, had to compete before he got out on the field. So, and he didn't play much last year. I think so. I think, but but I, I think what I'm trying to say is like I think the, the the list of positions that are like that is like not very long. It's you know it's quarterback, running back probably, um, whatever position Gadlin Guard. plays. I would say our whole line, and that might I would be say our whole line. Our whole line would have that there wouldn't be very many. I, I I'm serious about that defensive I'm not line to get the job, but I'm saying they'd compete. For defensive time. line would be the only one that I would say that would be compete for time. Probably linebacker. Uh, I, honestly, they're depth guys because some of these depth guys, you know, you got to think of experience, you know. Um, so, and, you know, you can bring up the transfer portal and all that with, you know, like getting cooler, coolie and stuff. I'm not saying you exactly, but I'm talking about in the general public. Um, but anyways, yeah. To continue off who opted out, just to continue this preview, Kyle at the at the be like oh well it doesn't matter anyways uh, <laughs> Jackson Powers Johnson who is the best center in the nation by the way Popo Umave uh, one of the best interior defense linemen and then Kyrie Jackson their top corner did opt out 
I wasn't sure that I think there was a little bit of, yeah, he wasn't sure if he was going to opt out or not. I'm just saying it does matter in a little bit of sense. I do agree with the statement that I don't think it will matter, but I disagree a little bit with that. They would be competing for spots on the Liberty team because I think our, some of our players are a lot higher rated. And plus you got guys like Noah, who's a six year senior who basically feels like, yeah, but I mean, I mean, think about, think about, think about it, me saying this in the other way that I think that every one of our starting guys would be competing for starting time at Oregon. It's kind of the same. Yeah. Game. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. With for the sure. Exception we're, like, we're not Kaden. arguing that. Caden. Yeah. yeah. Gadlin potentially. Um, yeah. Gadlin might, cause he's like, Gadlin is legit getting like NFL looks. He's good. Yeah. yeah. He's good. Yeah. And I, nah, man, yeah. I, I think we make this a much closer game than uh, than the talking heads seem to think. I I do think that. That's what matters the most, honestly. And I'm not trying to be a um, moral losses person here, but, like, that's what matters. We need to show up. That's what matters. Um, And if we show up, and that's that's the first thing. (laughs) If we play really well, we're going to have a chance. so, um, yeah. and like, I, I love this quote. This is my favorite quote. I haven't got to watch and listen to everybody yet. I'm going to watch corn before I go to bed tonight. Um, and I don't mean the great, uh, new metal band. I mean, what coach Willie corn, I'm going to listen to his interview. Um, I'm talking about got to really enunciate when you say that, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I'm going to be watching will coach will corn that first letter real hard. Just like I hit the Kyle really hard. Um, So Coach Willie Korn is going to be the guy that I'll be listening to before I go to bed. But here's the thing. Chadwell, I listened to his conference. It's pretty funny. I I don't know what really happened. I read into it, listened into it. But I I did see as I was leaving, well, leaving New York and had to go through Lynchburg last night, I saw these the Flames buses. I'm like, Ah, that that can't be Liberty football. And then I get home and I see that they had to go to Richmond, and I was like, "Oh, that was my that was our boys. That was them." Um, yeah, so that's that was pretty cool to see that um, coming in. It just was like I don't think. And here's the thing: like I love Lynchburg, and I think Lynchburg is starting to realize how good Liberty is. But I don't think people really understand. Like, hey, that's Liberty football. They're about to be in the big one of the biggest games of the year driving through like you're passing by these guys like this is huge we should honestly have some type of i sincerely hope that liberty has bought out like every digital billboard in all of lynchburg yeah like hey turn your tv on this day too <laughs> you know yeah listen i know my coworkers. know you know they, they care about football a lot of them are tech fans or virginia fans which is fine whatever some of them went to those schools so um but they do support hey. liberty but anyways i was going to say about with chadwell i was just thinking about that because it got in late chadwell said this um someone gave us like a one percent chance or whatever he said so, and then he references so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> um referencing what was a dumb and dumber so that was really really good um it was just that was my favorite quote so far. Um, so yeah, man, I I think we have a chance in this, and I think it is higher than one percent actually. I think it's about thirty to be honest, um, but I favor that thirty to be honest personally. So I'll take that thirty any day, baby. I'll take that thirty any day. So anybody else have anything else to say? It's already. It's already midnight for Jeremiah. At least it looks like it is. Um, he looks like he's about to fall asleep. Kyle. He's an outlaw. It's 10 o'clock. Other way around. That's the joke. That's the joke. Unless, unless Jeremiah is relocated to somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, exactly. Oh, gosh. My my silly jokes just don't hit at this God hour. Ben. Just at this 11 o'clock hour where Jeremiah is at midnight. It just doesn't make any sense. It's too big-brained of a joke, to be honest, for this type of hour. Kyle just got back from the movie Wonka, probably. And then you got James, who has been playing Madden 24 all day. I don't know if Kyle has you no, no, Wonka. If no, he did, that was a missed opinion. opportunity. Oh, okay. Um, 
So we're wrapping it up, baby. What? Let's let's just wrap it up. Who who do we got? Who do we got? I don't mean in the predictions. I mean, who do you guys see stepping up in this game? Like, really, James? Let's start with you, man. Yeah. Um. Honestly, with with their corners, like obviously their best corner is not playing. CJ's taller than other corners that are left. Um, I think CJ Daniels is gonna have a, is gonna have to step up, and I, th- I think he's gonna be the guy to do it because he's done it time and time again in games that we need it. And and I think that he's not quite at a thousand yards. He's gonna easily eclipse that. He's like twelve yards away from a thousand. So I think he's I think he's gonna surpass that by a lot and end up with over eleven hundred. Hmm. Kyle. Not to be not to be uh, you know overly predictable, but I think it's gonna have to be Caden. He's got to take care of the ball, and he's got to be the playmaker that we know that he can be uh, for all four quarters. That's just what it's gonna take. Um, good decisions, great execution, and taking care of the football. That's to me. That's what it's gonna come down to. The other Jerry Lu has had a great day on Twitter today. I know he is. Has he? Has he really? Anyways, so <laughs> I've had yeah, to mute I, some conversations I like today. What James, sorry, what'd you say? Anyways, I said I've had to mute oh, some com- uh, conversations today. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyways. Like what James had to say, um, I didn't really think about uh, Noah at first. At first, sorry, but uh, that's a good point. Um, he's bigger than a lot of their guys. I think he could have a good standout, good standout game. Um, Kyle, I agree with him on you know Caden needs to come out guns a blazing all four quarters. Um, he's gonna have to have a really good game for us to be able to uh, make a statement in this game. Uh, my guy, though, is uh, the bowling ball himself, as he uh, called, as he uh, said in the uh, uh, interviews earlier, um, Quentin Cooley. Um, and then the other, obviously our other backs as well. Um, and then that's going to include Xavier and all of our guys up front as well. Um, our O-line and our running game, I think, is going to have to step up and make some plays in this game. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, um, keep the time, time of possession on our side, keep the ducks off the field. The ducks offense off the field, and uh, make plays that way. Uh, just one number to put in everybody's head: uh, one hundred and seventy-eight yards. That gets Quinn Cooley to fifteen hundred rushing yards on the season. Yeah, for sure. It, my, I, I got to say one more. Purely because he adds another element to this offense is. And I guess it's two people, but Bedgood or Blue have to be phenomenal in this game as well. Because we can't just keep feeding it to Salter or Cooley. We have to have that triple option. We have to have the true triple option to win this game. So Bedgood or Blue have to be phenomenal as well. And Billy yes. Lucas, too. I just yeah. want to see yeah, Bedgood uh, if, flatten if we're, somebody. If we're – Yeah, if we're comparing this to somebody, like in the game-wise, you guys need to go back and watch Memphis versus Penn State. I could see that game turning out a lot like this. Um, Very high-scoring game, 14-point game at the end. Um, That's what I could see this turning out to be. Um, I hope that it's us winning, but still, you know, it's – yeah, that's what I could see most comparable. The uh, the other the other number the other number to keep in mind so so one hundred and seventy eight yards on the ground for Cooley gets him to fifteen hundred, two fifty passing for Caden gets him to three thousand on the years and a thousand yards rushing. Yeah, yep, huge. But here's the thing, you guys said Caden, you guys said a little bit of the run game. Jeremiah said half of what I wanted to say. I think it's just trenches, man. It's trenches, like both sides of the ball, like. It's trenches. We need offensively, we need to see, hey, we need to move the ball protecting and also running the ball. I mean, we got some of the best offensive linemen 
in the nation, let alone in the G5. Gadlin's phenomenal. He's fantastic. He's, man, if you met that person, play that man in person and you're like, you get to talk to him, you're like, whoa. Very smart, very, very funny and whimsical. I love all the stuff he does for Liberty. It's awesome. But then he goes out there and that man turns into a different human on the football field. Same thing for Gray. I think Gray's fantastic. Um, Chase Mitchell's been yes. very good this year, along with Jack Tucker, Jordan White, um, uh, Jonathan Graham. Man, we can we can go on and on. But flipping to the other Real side. Quick. Real quick, just because you mentioned them. The last like few games, Tucker has not subbed in for Mitchell. And that's something to note because Mitchell's been that guy. And uh, it's, I've been glad to see that, but I'm glad that – and I'm – I'm like I'm, th- I'm thankful that we haven't had to rotate, but I'm glad that we have him there if somebody goes down. Yeah, I needed to hold this because I'm going to need to hold my train of thought. Anyways, <laughs> defensive line is one of the most experienced parts of our team, but they're going to be the most important part of the game. Yeah, Kyle, you're right with holding the ball keeping the ball, no turnovers. But here's the thing. Our defense needs to get the ball out of Bo Nix's hands, and they need to start filling the gaps. Jay Hardy needs to have the game of his life. Bryce Dixon needs to be balling out. Chris Bodie, I think he's back, isn't he? He's been back, right? He's, he's all good, right? Um, he needs to be balling. T.J. Bush needs to get, get after it. He doesn't need to be making sacks either. It would be great. But he just needs to get to the the to Bo Nix. CJ Bazil as well needs to get after the passer. And then you got your rotational guys like Gray Carroll and um uh why am I blanking on the other one? I the other edge rusher. Uh oh no. I can't get it. Oh <laughs> I thought I had it. I thought I had it. Um I'll probably, it'll probably pop up here in the next few minutes. I don't have the list in front of me. But we need to get after after Bonex. Like in some type of way, I know that we run this very interesting scheme at t- times where we only have three men down and then we have like two linebackers and like six DBs. And you're like, whoa, what, how, why? And then we have times where we run this four to five, which is mostly what our base scheme is where we have a safety that's playing like a linebacker, but also a corner nickel quarter type guy. And, you know, we're going to need our defensive line to get that ball out. Because as I'll say in my article, if you can pass, if you, if you can hold on to that ball and bowl Nick sits back there, man, they got all the playmakers to just dish it. Like, and here's the thing. Keep in mind, here's, and I'm not saying Bo Nix can't ball out and he can't throw the long bomb like he, I know he can. He's very, very like Baker Maker, Bayfield. He's going to throw a lot of quick passes, and he's going to be very looking to do swing passes and, and screens. I could very much see that part of the game plan, especially to open up, especially when, once they get that their running back Bucky Irvin running a little bit, they're going to probably start to look to do some screens and some quick passes to get things going. And then they're going to try to open it up vertically. So let's, let's, we need to be paying attention to that. And again, you'll see it in my article. If and I'm saying this because this is something that you can then refer back to the article with watch Oregon versus Texas tech. That is the best game for us to compare ourselves to not because we are Texas Tech. We still there's still a little bit of a difference there. Texas Tech is a pretty dang good team. They just won a bowl game over, I believe, Kale. So they're still a dang good team. However, with that being said, they almost had Oregon. They almost had them. And that would be a very different season for Oregon. I watched that game. If they win that game, we aren't talking about Oregon in this bowl. Maybe we're playing somebody else. So that's all I needed to say. Anybody else got something to say? Not in the game, but uh, yeah, Ben's got a piece. Ben's got a piece coming out on Flamesville um, day before the game, previewing it, giving a nice breakdown. I think it's a great piece, Ben. 
Um, and also you had, you had, uh, you had a good three, three part series of, uh, bull rundowns, um, getting a little, a little late in the game to go read those, but I still think they're, they're a fun read. Um, and then we've got a new piece coming from, uh, Ryan Mudd, uh, who you may know as Flames fan Ryan on Twitter, uh, looking back on the, the first half of hockey season and uh, forward on what's, what's to come. So lots of good content on the site here recently. We'll have some good stuff um, related to the bowl game and on after the bowl game too. So check yeah. it out. It's exciting. We love what we're doing. Jeremiah, James, do you have anything else you want to add about the game before we roll? All right. We're not going to be doing. Yeah. We're not going to be doing a prediction, by the way. Jeremiah, what do you got to say? Not a whole lot else to add, but as you are saying, excited. Um, can't wait to see our fan base out there. Um, shout out to everyone going, anyone that's listening in. Shout out to you guys for going. Uh, unfortunately, I was unable to make it. Um, you know, I would if I could, but wasn't in the cards this year. But uh, love that we have a lot of people going out there. So excited for this game. And uh, obviously, go Flames. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate. Uh, we've been dealing with some stuff tonight. As you can tell, it was a little silly tonight. You can tell there's a little bit of a delay. It is what it is. We are working through it late night. Guys, I'm so happy we all could get together. It is the last podcast of the year, but not of the season, because we'll have another one coming up next week. Um, after the game where we'll be talking about the game and we'll also have our end of the year awards because it will be officially the end of the year. So that would be awesome. Can't wait to uh, do that. Thanks again for listening. Like, subscribe, do all the good things. Follow us on Twitter, all that good stuff. You guys know the accounts. If not, they'll be in the subscription or description. Subscription? Hey, speaking of subscriptions, you can subscribe to flamesville.com. So go right on there and Put in your email address and get those articles right to your inbox. Um, Have a good night. Go Flames and God bless.